0: It has been months, as you know, since opposition parties started calling on the federal government to launch a public inquiry into foreign interference in Canadian elections and society at large, really. It goes beyond elections. But, of course, the government resisted those calls for a long, long time. Instead, they appointed former Governor General David Johnston as special rapporteur. You remember that? That almost immediately came undone as the Conservatives cried foul, alleging he couldn't possibly deliver an unbiased opinion. Um, due to his tra- ties to the Trudeau family and the Trudeau Foundation. So, ultimately, he resigned. and The parties then agreed to work together on identifying someone who might be able to head up that inquiry, who given our current political climate, wouldn't instantly be tainted by tainted by the, uh, the partisan politics that rule the day. Tough, tough job. It proved to be very difficult. But yesterday, the public safety minister, Dominic LeBlanc, announced that at long last they had managed to come up with somebody that they think will be able to do this job. And like I say, it took a lot longer than people had expected, but we finally got there. The government of Canada, with the support of all recognized parties in the House of Commons, will appoint the Honourable Marie-Josée Hug, a judge of the Court of Appeal of Quebec, to lead a public inquiry established under the Inquiries Act. Okay, so will she be able to do the job? Joining us to talk about this is Stephen Chase now, a senior parliamentary reporter at the Globe and Mail. Stephen, thanks for joining us again. Appreciate your time as always. I'm oh, glad to be here. This judge, Marie-Ose Ogue, Uh what do we know about her? What's her background?
1: She has been on the Quebec Court of Appeal for about eight years. She was appointed by the Conservatives to the court at that time. Uh, here, prior to that, she was in private practice for a couple of law firms uh, in their Quebec offices, McCarthy, Tetro and, and now the now-defunct Keenan Blakey. She has a background in administrative law. We're not clear that she has any background. It doesn't appear that she has any background in national security.
0: Right, yeah, and there's been some concern that that might be part of a problem here. Do we know how she got on the list, how she got into contention? We know all the parties put forward a list of names. Was it announced at all as to which party put her forward? Did she cross over on different lists, or do we not know that?
1: Uh, we don't, but we can speculate, I guess, uh, pretty reasonable speculations. There was, uh, what, the way it happened was the parties had agreed to list by consensus. They seemed to have exhausted an earlier list and then the government, uh, went back to, uh, senior judges and asked for their advice and, and she was, uh, one of the, the second listers and, uh, that passed muster by all the parties and she, she agreed to it. So, There had been a process where they had gone to other judges and they had turned them down or said they were too busy. Uh, But uh, she appears to have been uh, a recommendation from senior judges to the government and then was cleared by the parties and then accepted.
0: In terms of uh, what happened with David Johnston and the ties to the Trudeau Foundation and the Trudeau family, I saw some people talking about the heenan Blakely ties because that had some links to the senior Trudeau, um, but Erin O'Toole did put out a tweet yesterday saying it looks like she's a, a good, solid choice. Uh, LeBlanc says all parties are in agreement. Uh, are you seeing a lot of pushback, or does it look like, at least in the early stages, she might be able to clear that bar?
1: I I don't think um, there's any kind of uh, serious pushback that represents a threat to her. I do want to sort of, uh, in a sense, offer a different explanation for David Johnson's failures. It wasn't just his friendship with the Trudeau Foundation. It was the way he was conducting the inquiry as well. He hired a judge who had... He hired a a, a lawyer as his counsel who had had recently, in 2021, donated money to Mr. Trudeau. And he had also hired... A, a, a pr firm to help him with this inquiry that had in fact defended and worked for one of the subjects of his of the inquiry hand so there was a lot more than just you know family connections that dog mr trudeau i think everyone's going to give um uh justice hogue uh, the benefit of the doubt at the moment the, the the challenges that are in fact um is she being given enough time and is the mandate too broad <laughs>
0: Let's talk about that mandate. We did learn the terms of reference: uh, examining and assessing interference by Russia, China, and other foreign states. Now, again, all parties submitted this. All parties were involved in drawing this up. Um, it, like you say, it's it's pretty broad, Stephen, and the timeline's pretty tight, isn't it?
1: It is. Just as the, with the timeline. First of all, the first report is due in five months, at the end of February twenty twenty four. The second report is due at the end of next year uh the first report is supposed to deal with uh interference in the 2019 and 2021 elections the second report is broader and 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 goes and looks at what we could do to protect against future interference and is sort of a more uh, holistic report some of the concerns people raise is you know how is she going to get a experts raise how is she going to get this up and running quickly how is she going to have enough time to do a better job than mr johnson uh, did um it's possible she may ask for an extension With respect to the mandate, um, you know, it's clear that many countries uh, uh, attempt to conduct foreign interference in Canada. However, CSIS has specifically singled out China publicly in public statements, saying they are the foremost aggressor. And some national security experts have said we shouldn't be diluting uh, our wine here. We should be focusing on the foremost aggressor. But um, Ms. Justice Hug will have the freedom to go where she wants.
0: Okay. Um, in terms of where she freedom to go where she wants, there was some question about, like you say, her background in national security, but also the issues around how to handle some of these top secret classified documents that are going to be part of this. But they've they've come to an agreement. It's going to be a public inquiry, but not all of it will be public. I mean, have they managed to yeah. solve that issue? Do you think?
1: I think so. Um, we have. There was a. That was one of the excuses that the Trudeau government had put forward before for why they shouldn't have a public inquiry, because so much would have to be held in private. But in fact, we have a history in this country of recent public inquiries into Air India, and also into the rendition of uh, of a Canadian named Mayor Arar, uh, and those were both conducted partly in public and partly in secret. So uh, I don't think people are worried about that. the 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 feeling is is that we've got somebody who doesn't seem to be connected to. Um, the sort of Canadian political establishment, and uh, that the real question is: Do you have enough time?
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, that timeline—the first report in February, and the final report—you know, within a little over a year. Um, do you think that'll be moved at all? I mean, there is—you you do want to have this done before we get to the next election, which is—you know—could be two years away. But th- that that window does seem really tight, Stephen
1: it does and I, and she'll have the uh, I think she'll certainly have the the license to say any more time when I hope she takes it if, necessary, if needed
0: yeah exactly but we we'll, we'll see where this goes uh Stephen thank you so much for your time as always appreciate you being here